Hey, welcome back. Popping in for a second before this episode, just to let you know, this was pre-recorded previous to an unexpected hiatus from the podcast due to a family loss. I will be telling all of my feels and the story of that coming up soon, but I decided to post all the episodes I had queued up in order, so we are starting from there. You've probably heard me say this in the last couple episodes, there are quite a few that I had ready to go prior to having to run off and and deal with uh, family stuff. So, that being said... Uh, you're bearing witness to the the highs and the lows that occurred before that happened. This episode is one of the highs where I talk about some of the joys of business planning, which is weird, but also completely unrelated to what's to come. But anyway, enjoy in the meantime, and I'll catch up with you soon. Yo, guys, can I tell you about some crazy stuff I did last week? <laughs> um, that I I don't even know why it took me so long to record this episode because I've been bursting at the seams since this happened, and it is just—it's oh, like the magic. It's the magic, y'all. So. You may have remembered on a previous episode, I was talking about a collaboration that I'm a part of with two other phenomenal women, Wendy Holloway and Betty Barnett, and we're putting together a program for new coaches that takes them through stuff that most coaching programs are not taking them through, from money mindset to practical planning uh, when it comes to building a business plan, as well as crafting out the very foundation of a brand which is so so we've got like this foundation the structure and then everything all the trappings that go along with it we're sort of building out this blueprint and so 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 excited about it but there were I'm bringing my own element to it which is branding and marketing and Wendy is doing the business planning Betty is doing the money mindset. Uh, I've done a lot of money mindset work over the last several years being in coaching, but that's an ongoing conversation with oneself. Let me just be honest with you. Um, But I have come a long way from being afraid of money to this place now where I, I think most of the time (laughs) I have my moments of abject fear. I'll be totally honest with you. Um, but most of the time feeling like, okay, I know, I know that the flow is open. The taps are open. Abundance is here already and I will see it manifest. Not super worried about it. And, and that from where I was, oh, let's, I mean, four five, six years ago, waking up feeling like my heart was going to, like my chest was going to explode every day because I was so worried about money. And I was working, but like I had money. I was still just worried about money all the damn time. Um, that's, that's it. It's worlds, worlds apart. But back to the program, we decided, and, and honestly, I think all of us sort of decided on this separately when we started coming together, 
but then we spoke it as well about being congruent with what it is we are sharing with our community. So doing these things that we're going to be implementing in our group in our business as well. Well, you know, when you're, <laughs> I, well, I won't say when you, I am in this collaboration with these phenomenal women. And yes, you will always hear me praising them because they're amazing. And I'm just beyond blessed to be partnered with them. But I'm also building out my own business, getting into brand strategy and uh, white glove concierge business building for coaches. So we're kind of taking our, our time a little bit. You know, when you're building something new, especially when you're collaborating, we just started talking in December and we've, we're working out the wireframe for this thing do a twice a week meeting. So this is moving actually pretty quickly. Um, but working on my own, you know, I've been working on my brand and all these different pieces for a long time, realizing how much I need to let a lot of this stuff go. And <laughs> um, that's actually a lot of what the business is becoming. But the other piece was business planning. I wrote an article about this a couple days before I actually got deep, deep, deep into my business plan for my business. We're still working on the one for the group, but I've been working on my own over the past couple days and you run into yourself when you're doing a plan like that. Uh, because, you know, from a branding perspective, we're asking the questions in a little bit different way. Which is cool because I had a lot of the nuts and bolts. I, in fact, had a, an interview. I'm say I was interviewing her a team member and as a marketing strategist for me to make sure I'm not, you know, missing anything. I know where my um, blind spots are and as a project manager. And she was like, you know, you have a lot more of this stuff lined up than a lot of startups that I've spoken to in the past. And I was like, oh girl, well that's great because I've been working on it for like ever. <laughs> now it's time to get this thing off the ground and running. But I sat down to do my business plan and a lot of it made sense. It flowed. I have, you know, uh, flow boards and stuff like that that I could pull the information from and kind of plug it in and refine it and fine tune it. And then I got to financial forecast. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Ooh. For someone who's been working on their money mindset for a long time, who has pitched $10,000 programs to people and, you know, done all these different things, to sit and look at projected income, really look at it, right? Because knowing exactly what I wanted to create and the value of it, figuring out my value, value structure, my offer ladder, um, doing all of that, <laughs> you, you kind of get into this dream state, right? Like I'm going to charge $1,200. I'm going to have like 10 clients. That's going to be $12,000 a month. But when you're actually sitting down and you're doing this in the framework, at least what I found doing it in the framework of a business plan, like things just start to look a little bit different. 
It was like I was standing on the map in a completely different place than that kind of dream state. And we've actually been playing with names. And it's funny that I didn't catch this. I was working on my website build out just today, actually, and had seen the words that I had written some copy on a section of the website that said, you know, let me take your, take you from your dream to your reality. And when we were collaborating the other day, that came up again. And we said dreams to reality, reality to riches. Like, and we started just vibing with this feeling because for us, having been in that same position and recognizing it in other people, when we first started as coaches, we were like, oh my God, it was a dream. But then the reality set in and was like, oh man, how do we actually get there? So here's what happened. <laughs> And I have to laugh because I was, and I don't know of any person my age who uses this word because it's a little bit archaic, but I'm going to use it. I was gobsmacked. Like I sat down and did a financial forecast. And the reason I had apprehension when I sat down to do it was I was like, well, shit, I don't know. Like, I mean, like I, I, I can throw out some ideas in my mind, but I'm just like, I really don't know. But when I sat down and was able to see how I had sort of planned everything out and the different income streams and the the assumptions, right? Because when you're building out so something that I wasn't aware of until I started doing it is that when you're doing financial forecasting, you're actually making some baseline assumptions. And as you go through with your metrics moving forward, you're either you're, you're kind of finding out if those assumptions were true or not, and it helps to kind of work backwards from what it is you're trying to achieve. That's how I'm looking at it. So I put in all my numbers for you know the strategy sessions, for the the contracts that I'll be writing, the different levels of those contracts, um, <laughs> the what I'm calling it sort of plan B I guess that's what came up to my mind just now um, just these different things and my partnership with these women and I'm not even talking about you know hundreds and hundreds of clients every month I'm actually talking about fewer than double digits and the number I was looking at and we were factoring in expenses taxes estimated of course um you know, all these different things, because it's asking you a lot of in-depth questions. My jaw hit the floor. I had to sit back in this chair that my, I don't even know how this chair is still in our house, but my mom has had it since I was like 10 years old. <laughs> Took it from an office that she used to work in that was closing. But it leans back really far. Like so far that you feel like you're going to fall over, but you're not going to. It's actually quite sturdy. I almost fell out of this damn chair. I was bowled over because what I thought, what I had imagined was nowhere near the reality. But I think in some ways, I, I mean, I like math to a point I, I used to hate it but I fell, started, started enjoying it 
probably when I started relating it to money <laughs> when I had some. I'll be honest, just telling you the truth. Um, but I mean, <sighs> I mean, I don't even know if you blah, blah, blah. like that's what I'm that's what I'm saying to have seen what is not only possible but doable was it was like oh my god the absolute value of that moment I had to go for a walk like I had to get up from this chair like lean myself back forward so I could get to a standing position put on my shoes I don't even there was like nothing happening in my head except holy cow and I just started walking I gotta, I just, I gotta go outside. I just have to walk. I, I think I left my phone. I didn't even have music on. I was just like, I just need to walk because that's real. And it felt both exciting and tingly and crazy and oh my God, but it also felt real because of, and I, I have to believe this because of the structure that I'd been working on one on on my own because of this element that Wendy brought in that I think I'd honestly been avoiding for quite some time and because of the mindset work that I've been doing over the last several years to I have this prayer right now Uh, it's sort of like a a prayer structure, I guess. And I think I've shared this in previous episodes where it's acknowledgement and acceptance, but there's this piece of it when I'm actually praying and meditating where I put my hands out, palms facing up, and just with gratitude say, I accept. I accept. I'm saying this and I'm realizing I have not actually done that yet for what I saw the other day it was sort of more a feeling than it was an actual act of acceptance but so guess what I'll be doing tonight (laughs) in my quiet time my quiet space before I go to bed it was just wild even with all of that work it was wild to see and to again be able to work backwards from that and say oh my god yeah, that, that's, that's not as difficult as it might have otherwise sounded. Like if somebody had told me, or if I had looked and told myself like, oh, I want to reach that number by the end of my year one, because the projection I was using uh, goes out three years. But by the end of year one, that's where we're going to be. I'd be like, um, well... <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to like 8 million people. and <laughs> But as it turns out, based on the numbers that I was actually running, it was so much more reasonable than I thought. I'll just keep doing that. Um, I, and I, I keep going back to it because I'm just like, this is, this is amazing. This is where momentum is built. And it's funny because we're building out our our own program and we're going it's a six-month program so we're going week by week by week because each of us are going to sort of facilitate a weekend a month and then there's integration week 
I know I'm giving away all the secrets, but whatever. Like I said, transparency is king. Or queen. Or empress. Hmm. Anyway. The... <laughs> I just lost my own train of thought. That's ridiculous. Um, again, it, we were looking at how we wanted to build this out and Wendy wanted to bring up the numbers in I think week two and you know we're just being completely honest with each other in the the collaborative space and I think it might have been one of the other partners was saying that she wasn't sure if people would be able to handle that right away especially new coaches you're dealing with asking for money to transform people's lives and how often that can feel really good but also feel really elusive and scary and out of one's control and all these different things so I was like oh I don't know if they're gonna be ready for that but now that I've done it the momentum that comes from that moment of realization of what it is that it will actually take to reach the goal that you have mind-boggling mind-boggling so I just wanted to share that experience because I was lit for like the entire couple days after that I'm still lit just thinking about it and again I, it took me a couple days to come to this because some other stuff came up that needed to be recorded first um, so that's what's going on in other stuff but uh, you'll hear those soon those recordings are coming out soon and uh, yeah. uh, do the things like <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying the, the dream is so solidly a reality and then like I'm, I'm sitting here right now with hands out accepting just fully accepting this and so so excited about this year um, and thankful as all get out for 2020 because 2020 was a lot of setup for what's happening in 2021. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, if business planning is something that you're afraid to do as a creative empress, whatever your endeavor is, I <laughs> please do it. If you need help, let me know um, as it's incorporated into what I'm doing now. Like it's, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer to build that foundation. Um, so reach out anchor.fm forward slash creative dash empress. I'll say that again because it's a bit, it's a bit much anchor.fm forward slash creative dash empress. <laughs> you can see all of the episodes you may have missed when you go on there. You can also leave me a voice message. I always want to hear what your thoughts are, your feelings, your impressions, anything. Leave me a voice message. I'll feature it on the podcast. And we may be small now, but honey, I know where we're going. And I would love to have your voice on there for the community to hear. Because your opinions are, whatever you have to say might change somebody's day. So please, leave a message. And also check out my new blog. It's hosted on Medium, creative-empress.medium.com. You can actually find the link on the Anchor page as well. I'll be putting some more practical stuff there. The podcast is all about the, the diary, and uh, the, the blog is turning out to be more about practical stuff. So if you want to check out that um, article about 
business planning and whether or not you should do it and get help or whatever the case may be, check out that um, blog post on Medium. Again, creative-empress.medium.com. I am forever, forever, forever grateful. This experience of being a creative empress, becoming a creative empress, sharing all of that is... <laughs> it's more than I thought it was going to be um, in a lot of different ways and I appreciate that I get to be honored with your presence as part of that so thank you, thank you, thank you I will see you on the next one ciao